Hey everybody, welcome to another great episode of Panic Attacking. Sorry, I had to pause between welcome and great. We are joined by Dr. Deb, a resident nurse therapist who listens to us talk about our anxiety. We have some pretty great anxiety topics today. Yeah. I talk about uh, my first long set since Corona and anxiety with having to pee when there's no bathroom. I get into uh, having a, a panic attack at home. And we get into listener topics such as the anxiety of not having anxiety. The, uh, <laughs> the, the anxiety of uh, having feelings for a, a close friend. And not being sure if they have feelings back. Right. And what was the last one? Uh, oh, when worrying about how long a panic attack can be. Right. Which um, I think a person wrote in that they had one for four hours. Yeah, we, we get into that. It's a really fun episode. I had a great time. This is a good one. I had a great time too. It was, we do this together. Dr. Deb types in remotely. Yes. Next live show before I, I forget is October 9th. Uh, we have a very fun lineup. We've got uh, Moody McCarthy. Oh my God! Is going to be there, and Casey Balsham. It's going to be a great show. Oh, cool! And then uh, I have to plug this. Uh, also on October fourteenth, I'll be in Royersford, Pennsylvania. If anybody uh, lives near that area, please come out. Uh, hit me up for uh, Soul Joel's for the link. Yes, it's at Soul Joel's uh, Comedy Lounge. It is outdoors, so it will be safe. Awesome. And, Our, and we have the Patreon. Uh, $5 a month gets you four episodes. $10 gets you the video and other stuff. Yes. Message us if you want masks. We have panic attacking masks that we will be sending you. All and right. Stay, enjoy the episode. Enjoy the episode. Stay tuned for the music. Starts beating really fast. I'm like sweating and trembling. Yeah, me too. I'm gonna, I'm gonna die. Yeah. Hey, everybody, and welcome to another episode of Panic Attacking the Podcast, where we look at Com anxiety through a comedy lens or comedy through an anxiety lens. We'll, fi we'll fix it in the intro. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Stephen Rogers. I'm Andrew Chavone. We're wearing the same shirt, I just realized. No, we're not. We're on video wearing the same... You're colorblind, oh, but I am. I am wearing a different oh, uh, color. color. Okay, yeah. we're both wearing dark tees. Yeah, okay. Well, in this lighting, I can see where it looks like it's the same shirt, but this is green. Oh, really? Yeah. I, had, I really thought that was... I honestly thought that was blue. <laughs> but you're not wearing blue. I know. <laughs> but you're wearing a dark blue. It's kind of like gray, I, I guess. Well, I'm, I'm obviously revealing my colorblind <laughs> extremes. They all know that you are. It's, <laughs> we're, we're over that hump. <laughs> oh, man. How are you, man? Great. Good to see you, man. It's been a week. It's been a long week. Yeah, it has been a long week. I'd like to thank everyone who like reached out. I got a lot of messages and tweets about um, how happy people were that I stood up for myself against people, the car dealer. People were so proud of you. <laughs> it was... My dad was like, wow, what a story. Oh, really? Yeah, he called my, my mom listens, but he called her in the room. He's like, get over here. <laughs> I think it's a dad story. Like my dad oh, yeah. freaked too. He kept texting me. <laughs> he was texting me quotes that I said. <laughs> <laughs> I think dad loves, dads love good car deals. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Must love car deals. Cars for kid deals. <laughs> Uh, and uh, 
Before we uh, get any further, I want to thank, as always, uh, for joining us. Dr. Deb is here. Thank you, Dr. Deb, for being here. Hi, guys. It's my pleasure. Dr. Deb is to the discussion. Dr. Oh. Deb is a nurse and a therapist. Yes. So I, I have a health-related question later in the show that I want to. <laughs> oh wow, teaser. <laughs> yeah, his health-related uh, question is, uh, is: What color is Stephen's shirt? <laughs> yeah. Can I have eye replacement surgery? <laughs> there, there are special glasses, you know, that uh, you can get to help with color blindness. I understand. I heard those were a scam, but. Oh my God, we should get those and have you put them on at the show. That'd be crazy. They're $300. Oh, (laughs) donate for a five minute experience, everybody. (laughs) I I looked into them. They're a scam and they're expensive. Maybe they're cheaper now. I I think I found them when they came out. Well, I mean, don't get like the cheapest ones. Those are just going to be like 3D glasses. Those are just going to be yellow tinted. (laughs) Everything's yellow. Everything's a different color now. <laughs> the lenses are cheese. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, really thin cut American <laughs> cheese. <laughs> Thinly sliced. How do you know when things are moldy? I gotta double check. Usually, there's there's fur on them. That's how <laughs> I know. I'm like this. I'm like this. Apple shouldn't be wearing a fur coat. You're petting it and it's purring. <laughs> I'm like, this apple must be cold in the fridge. <laughs> <laughs> it's growing layers. <laughs> oh, man. My cucumber has a turtleneck. <laughs> <laughs> it's wool. Um, well, I think we should start off by thanking yes. the, um, Ronnie. L- l- our, our loyal listener has made cookies for the podcast with our logos on them one is, is is us as a cartoon the other is the logo um it's from the bake smith in corpus christi texas i'm super excited i told I her we'd, wait i told her we'd wait till we were together to eat them on the show so what what, right. co- what flavor is yours yours in the back Mine's are they both lemon something okay they're both lemon okay they're lemon sugar cookie All these right. are these are a work of art they are a work of art. I feel guilty eating them. Also, I'm eating the one with that's us. So I, I'm gonna eat your head. <laughs> what? Well, yeah, okay. Well. All right. Uh, so they're they're all freeze wrapped or whatever. Freeze wrapped. What, what is it called? Seal vacuum packed. They're sealed. I don't know. Why I call them freeze wrapped. <laughs> that doesn't make any sense at all. <laughs> nope. It's flash frozen, and there's a freezer bag. I, uh, that's what I. Put. I think you're talking about what Vanilla Ice does. He freeze wraps. <laughs> I, I think that's what Mr. Freeze does. Is Batman? <laughs> <laughs> I give you the cold shoulder. <laughs> I like to ice. I like to dice. Now freeze. It's <laughs> 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 quickly not making any sense. All right, I loved it. All right, let's eat these cookies. I want to thank you, Ronnie, for thank these you, cookies. Thank you, Ronnie. So, thank you so much, Vampirella on Twitter. Yeah, I went to buy. Oh wow! Oh my god! Wow! Oh my god! This is really lemony, like in a good way. Yeah. Oh, mine's cookie. Mine's really cookie. <laughs> this is amazing. Wow. These are actually really good. I got to tell you, whoever 
sealed these, sealed them perfectly because they've been in my apartment for like four weeks. I know you've been on the road. This, these, this has these, this wrap has survived your cat, the virus, your roommates who are don't have any boundaries. <laughs> and Ronnie sent us this really nice box with our names on them with cookies. There's so gonna, more cookies. I want to take these home. I can't wait. I'm excited. They're they're amazing. Now we're gonna eat be eating them during the podcast. We're gonna have our mouths full. I know. Who, oh well, you Ronnie will love it. And how about we we move them away from us? That's a great idea. After I take this big ass bite, <laughs> I like how we have that ther- therapist, Doctor Deb, listening to us eat. <laughs> She's like, "Your chewing kind of indicated you were nervous. <laughs> the way you chewed with your mouth closed is, is a good is a great sign." Steven suggested we, we ate the cookies and then brought on Dr. Deb. And I was like, no, let's have her on. And then this took forever. <laughs> All we did was eat. Yeah, I was like, why don't we eat them before we have her come in so she doesn't watch us eat? <laughs> <laughs> well, lesson learned. Uh, <laughs> you guys send us anything else, we'll, we'll eat and then have. And yeah, then bring if in you the guys therapist. send us like a, a foot long sub, we'll make sure to eat. <laughs> The mustard spells out panic attacking. Yeah, on the on the on the turkey. <laughs> I like to also thank our newest Patreon member Darius. Who that's his name, right? Yeah, his name is Earth Tones on on Instagram. Um, so our our Patreon army is growing by the day. That's right. We're down to, I think, almost twenty. We're almost. We're almost. You, at you 20. said down to twenty. Oh, I meant like counting. Oh, you're right. That doesn't make sense. We're yeah, up, that, to that, oh, up to near, 20. Up to 20. We're getting close to 20. <laughs> Sorry, I, I, I'm still in cookie mode. I know. My, my, my blood pressure is like <laughs> pulsing. I, I don't think I, I'm not used to eating this much sugar in one sitting. I think, yeah, good thing uh, is for the, uh, the two guys that are the most jittery and anxious in the world were eating cookies and drinking coffee <laughs> but i gotta say this coffee with that cookie oh my god yeah, it's an am- <laughs> mama mia that's a good that's a good combo it's amazing yeah man wow well it's good to see you buddy good to see you man it's uh it's been a little bit yeah a lot has happened this week and what's funny is the oh, okay so i got one follow-up about the car oh let's hear it so I, I told you guys last week how the trade-in was a piece of crap it, <laughs> it, it was like on the verge of death uh, basically a useless hunk of metal that I somehow got this guy to give me $1,300 for, which is a success. But I got a call from him two days later. The dealer, oh, Leo, God. called me. And I was like, oh, my God. He's going <laughs> to call me to say the deal's off. The car's, He found out the car is worthless. And he, I pick up. I'm like, hello? He's like, Andrew. I'm like, all right. You sound a little chipper. Mm-hmm. He goes, I listened to the episode. <laughs> I have some notes. I don't like how I was portrayed. Oh, and I also put the video up on the video on, is on the, hilarious on the Patreon. So uh, you, you can't dispute the fact that this guy was a scumbag um, <laughs> and that you were shirtless and I was shirtless, which I regret, but I was more comfortable for the negotiation. Yeah. The sh- the, not having a shirt maybe put me in the zone. <laughs> I could tell you were excited because your nipples were hard. <laughs> My back hair stood on, stood on end <laughs> like a wolf. <laughs> so, so Leo calls you. Yeah. And I'm like, Oh God, the deal's off. I got to bring back the car and give him back his money. He says, uh, 
you left your easy pass in the truck. I'm like, oh my God. Wow. And then he said, don't worry. I just drove it to Jersey and back, you know, and just drove it around a little bit. And I'm like, what? And he goes, I'm joking. <laughs> I'm like, well, you're going to have to type a guy to joke. <laughs> wow. He, he's a new man. <laughs> I know. So I, I went to the dealership, picked it up. I'm like, oh God. But I had to drive it around with Tolis for a while, which, you know, after the, the thing you put him through, he probably like rubbed it on like a cat's butt or yeah, something. He probably used it as a urinal cake. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, this smells like pee pee. You're like, wait, this is sticking to the windshield and I didn't put it on the. <laughs> <laughs> There's no Velcro here and it's sticking. <laughs> What's going on? <laughs> <laughs> what did he do to this? <laughs> uh, so, yeah, the week after that, for like five days, I felt like um, like an adult, you know, like, oh, I, yeah, I felt super normal. I had writer's block. Wow. I felt like all I could do was write about the balance sheets and taxes and <laughs> picking the kids up. <laughs> yeah. Mowing the lawn. It, it, they're not even jokes. They're like, today I mowed the lawn, period. <laughs> <laughs> felt like... <laughs> felt like I, I've never felt... Like this combined with the couch I bought, I have never felt more like a uh, a normal person. Right. You know, like living on the edge and in, in squalor is is where I'm in my comfort zone. I know. I uh, I fixed the uh, Caitlin's blinker again. Oh, really? The other day. <laughs> it it keeps going out, and I I fixed it in front of her, and I was like, I'm a man. You had um, you you have like um that grease all over you yeah and, and, and she's and she's like wow you're a real mechanic and you're like actually i just ate a chocolate bar <laughs> that brownie sent me more cookies <laughs> that's a mars bar i had <laughs> yeah i uh whenever i uh, do anything on the car i pour uh, grease on myself so it looks like it was harder than it was <laughs> yeah <laughs> i have the same like oily rag i put over my shoulder <laughs> <laughs> she was I, like steve you're just vacuuming <laughs> i have like a really oversized wrench you see in like <laughs> music videos with construction workers yeah yeah but you're just uh wiping the windshield yeah i'm, I'm refilling the fluids the windshield wiper fluid <laughs> but after that you felt like in a like a grown adult yeah i well like it's just like oh she doesn't know how to do it and i do and it's a car thing and I'm not a big car guy and that I can just be like, Oh, I got it and do it real quick. It's the easiest thing to do in the world, by the way. Yeah. You just pop it out, put it in. Yeah. And the blinker, but like <laughs> <laughs> I, I did that and immediately uh, it's like, it's so easy. I'm, I know it's hot, like low on the, the car skills, but, uh, that I can do it. Anything, so invo proud. anything involving a car is like a huge accomplishment. Yeah. Like I changed the, the headlight bulb on the truck and you know, you all you have to do is, is reach behind there, pull out the bulb, put it in. Yeah. But after you put it in and the, and the light comes on you're like, God damn, that felt good. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I immediately look in the mirror to see if I grew more facial hair. Yeah. <laughs> I'm suddenly wearing flannel. Yeah. <laughs> like, Whoa. <laughs> Uh, Dr. Deb, do you have any insight on this? Feeling like a grown man, but also feeling boring? <laughs> I mean, she's neither of those things. Yeah, she's a woman and uh, funny. 
Uh, well, you're discussing, you know, uh, development and, and identity. And I think it's a fun for the audience uh, to hear you talk about that because um, I think as we age, we always feel like a kid, mm, you know, yeah. and uh, that's what keeps us going and keeps us youthful, gives uh, joy to, to life, to be able to uh, laugh at things and, and laugh at ourselves. And um, sometimes you just recognize that you're not that kid. And yes, you are an adult with yeah. responsibility. Yeah. yeah, it's hard to laugh at responsibilities. <laughs> I have to fill up my gas tank. <laughs> but it's funny to laugh at, at misfortunes. You yeah. know, like, uh, ha, 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 I'm stranded on the side of the road because my truck's a piece of crap. <laughs> right. <laughs> I, uh, like, I've been doing the dishes and I do the, I'll do the laundry and then I'll do, like, another thing. Like, I did the laundry, the dishes, took the trash out, fixed the blinker and all this stuff. And I was like, oh, my God, this is what I would sit and watch my parents do while I played video games. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I noticed, like, when, if I do one, like, a mature thing, I'm in the, in the, in the zone to do yes. a bunch of other ones. Yes. Yeah. So, if I, yeah, if I do the dishes, I'm like, might as well sweep and mop. And, yeah. It's, you know, uh, pay this outstanding credit card bill. <laughs> 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 and and the, the the cops were right outside your door and they were about to <laughs> arrest you for <laughs> for credit card fraud. Yeah. <laughs> but they heard you and they're like, oh, okay, we don't have to knock. All right, that saved us a trip. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we're going to lock this man up in debtor's prison from the Dickens era. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> Thank God we heard those clicks. <laughs> we knew those mouse clicks, man. <laughs> yeah. That's something good. I uh, speaking of Caitlin's car, I forgot about this. Her car was making a horrible noise again. It's like I would go to hit the brake. It was going eat the sound from Dumb and Dumber. <laughs> <laughs> the sound Lloyd makes. It was uh, I was hitting the brakes, and every time it hit the brakes, it would go. <laughs> and it was like this horrible grounding grinding I, sound. I think I had a loogie. Had to clear its throat. <laughs> yeah, so I just put the, a mask on the car. <laughs> what, what, what would the mask help? Like the COVID mask. Oh, okay. You, you, you put I, the straps around each uh, side mirror. <laughs> are you saying that because it has COVID or you want to help it not get COVID? So I could cough into the mask. Okay. Oh, I thought that was great. <laughs> the the image of a car with a mask on. I mean, that is great. It doesn't make sense. It's not supposed to. Okay. All right. Um, I bet those will come out soon. Because, you know, they have the eyelashes for the cars. So yeah, Carvid. Carvid. Uh, Carvid 2020. That's the model. <laughs> the the mini uh, coffer. No. That's the Carvid hatchback. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, give up. Yeah, we gotta leave this one. <laughs> <laughs> we gotta jump well, out so, of this moving vehicle. So what was happening with the sound? Uh, it was the brakes and the rotors. Yeah, yeah. Wait, you, what are you driving? A, a B fifty two bomber? <laughs> <laughs> the rotors? <laughs> I swear they said rotors or rotator cuff or something <laughs> like. That. 
<laughs> the rotation of the earth. Yeah. And uh, we got it fixed, but I was driving with uh, Joe List to a show in Connecticut. And every time I had to break, we just thought, oh, we're going to die. You're driving the, the car you just yeah. fixed? <laughs> no, before it got fixed. Oh. <laughs> so we were just sweating the whole time I was driving. Well, so it wasn't breaking right away or just making a weird noise? It would break, but every time it would break, it's just, you know that when you're driving and you hear a sound when you're in bumper to bumper traffic and a car's making a sound every 10 seconds because you're just moving really slowly, start oh, yeah. and stop. And you're like, oh, that poor son of a bitch. <laughs> that was me. The sound when you hit the brake was, <laughs> Yeah, it was like grinding. Oh, yeah, the brake pads were low. Oh, yeah. Is that what it was diagnosed? <laughs> yeah, that guy came out with a stethoscope. Because <laughs> <laughs> the brake pads are the ones that hold, the, the pad goes into the, the wheel and slows yeah. it down. It's pretty yeah. primitive. I didn't know that it worked like that. Yeah, I, I picture like a Flintstone uh, dinosaur grabbing it. Yeah, a Flintstone dinosaur with like baseball mitts on each hand. Yeah. Grabbing it, the tires. It's a living. <laughs> the, the pedal just pokes them. <laughs> oh, time to do my job. What's, that, what's been going on with you? So what I was leading into is, you know, I had the felt accomplished after the car, but felt boring. I was like writer's block. And then I got asked to do a show in South Jersey. And I was like, oh my God, I can use the car. Yeah. But it was, um, they asked me to feature. So feature for Emma Wilman. She asked me, uh, whatever. I, I did a sketch where uh, Maddie dressed up as a comedy club. Yeah. And I had to perform in front of her. <laughs> and Emma was at the sketch. So she was like, I mean, I knew her from years ago. She's like, do you, do you still have a car? I'm like, as a matter of fact, I do. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, pointed to it. It's glistening in the sun. <laughs> ding, ding, ding. <laughs> Leo's like, no. <laughs> he, he screwed me. <laughs> <laughs> he got too good of a deal. <laughs> so uh, I'm like, oh my God, I got to do uh I got to do real comedy again. It felt good to be asked and it felt good to have that on my calendar. Right. <laughs> you know, so the week of I'm like, um, doing whatever I can zoom shows, weird park things. Uh, but they're all like short sets. So like to get ready for the longer set, like of 25 minutes, I had to set up like Maddie's stuffed animals, hold, hold the microphone. We use to record and run my set in front of the thing in front of these animals <laughs> like i was a, a child <laughs> so where were you where were you stuffed <laughs> made in china huh <laughs> we got any uh, any bears in the crowd <laughs> <laughs> oh you guys look plush <laughs> So, any cuddling up, uh, guys? <laughs> cuddling? Who's cuddling tonight? Who's cuddling tonight? <laughs> <laughs> What's your opinion on blankies? You guys work with them, or you guys have your own separate gigs? <laughs> Can you have a blankie and a teddy? <laughs> oh, I just got the nightlight. Ah. <laughs> 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 uh, uh, so, uh, so <laughs> <laughs> I'm but, proud of that one. But all the mistakes I I made through the um 
the 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 corona shows that yeah. have been happening since since like this over the summer and in the fall i'm like okay i know the main one the main mistake i, I learned from was doing too much unpolished crap material I'm right like, i gotta cut that so uh um and just all the other stuff uh you know to to have you know all the all the crappy gigs that have prepared me to for for this gig i feel like right so i pick her up in the new car she's like wow it smells good i'm like yes it's new <laughs> uh now that you mention it it's no that's not new car smell air freshener that's a that's a new car smell it's a smelly new car <laughs> She gets in, you're like, smell it. <laughs> Take a big whiff for this. Smell the car. <laughs> I'm like, I have jars and I'm closing the lids to, to preserve the smell. You're selling it. Yeah. Car smell, everybody. <laughs> All you can do is just open it and huff it once. Okay, yeah. That smelled like a new car. <laughs> All right. I'm very unsatisfied here. I'm can like, I have this? I have a date tonight. <laughs> <laughs> It's people like touching my car and dabbing their neck. <laughs> <laughs> They're rubbing their wrists on your uh, car. <laughs> yeah. Ah, I'm gonna get lucky tonight in, in at the at the used car garage <laughs> at the drive-in. The drive-in. <laughs> Think I'm gonna make a valet very lucky. <laughs> um. Oh, so we get there. And it's a um, it's a picnic area uh-huh. with a steel roof and kind of an elevated stage. Okay, and so there's a ceiling. There's a ceiling, which is good, um, but there's just it's like in a rural part of South Jersey, like a small town. Yeah, there's bugs everywhere, like <laughs> I, I, like swarming around me. And I and I um, <laughs> they had like this this like eighteen pack of waters um for the for the comics and i i i swear to god a mosquito goes into my <laughs> esophagus like where i breathe whatever that part's called windpipe <laughs> i breathe in a mosquito <laughs> right before i'm like oh. supposed to go up <laughs> the host is up i breathe in a mosquito so i, I just start <laughs> chugging this these bottles of water to, to clear it out <laughs> to drown it to drown this the skeeter and the host the the host of the show is like this older comic i don't think he like has been outside lately he's yeah. like talk he's like talking my ear off i'm I'm like like coughing he's like i used to do gigs with Artie lang one time we were in this jersey town the chief of police of the town came gave Artie cocaine from the evidence locker i'm like oh my god i'm like please get away from i can't listen to this <laughs> I'm literally dying right now. I, I guess that's an interesting story, but please get away from me. <laughs> <laughs> Leave me alone. My throat is itchy. Yeah. <laughs> you get the chief of police over here to give me CPR <laughs> or shoot down my throat to yeah. kill it. Yeah. Get the fire department, please. I need that hose. <laughs> so, so you're dry. You're, you're chugging waters. Yeah. So, um, um yeah i'm chugging water I, I feel i feel more i feel better like <clears throat> i think i got it out of my system i ch- i literally ch- there's like empty bottles of water all around me like a like a wall of of <laughs> a water wall 
So they bring me up and how's this for a, for a opener? Oh boy. I say, um, I'm, I, cause they were good for the host. Great. I'm not, you know, so I go, I'm glad you guys were good. Cause, uh, this is the first gig I've ever done where I can literally hear crickets. <laughs> in fact, I ate one before I came up. <laughs> good protein in these crickets. <laughs> How'd it go? It goes, huge laugh. I go, this is where the first comedy show ever was. A huge laugh. I'm just like, <laughs> there's a guy, there's an open, there's a man in the backyard burning, like with a, he's like having a bonfire in his backyard. Yeah. I'm like, this guy was indicted. He's burning the evidence. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. The mosquito gave me superpowers. <laughs> <laughs> I'm killing. I, I kill for the entire set. That's I, I can't great. believe it. I remembered all my jokes. The animal doing the stuff to animals helped. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Did you use it on them? <laughs> use all the saves? Yeah. Wow, this this is more like a, a vinyl toy crowd. You guys are <laughs> stuffed. What's the deal with action figures? <laughs> How do they think they're so cool? <laughs> so uh it felt great. Um I did so well where I was like, oh, I hope that the headliner who asked me does well. Cause I think if you, you know, you don't, do, if they don't do well, they blame right. you and right. then she does great. So man, great show all around. And then it was awkward afterwards. Cause the audience was like, I don't know if I, we should talk to you. And I'm like, oh. right. I had all the stickers in my hand. No one came up to me because ah. <laughs> it was, it was so weird, awkward afterwards. Did you plug it on stage? Yeah. Oh, great. Yeah. So that's good. Um, but none of these people look like they they were all kind of older. Right. Maybe they did. Maybe they listen to podcasts. Well, I'm sure uh, they could. There's like people standing outside of your window. <laughs> oh. <laughs> That's our fans. We're doing a live show. Yeah. <laughs> Woo. Panic attacking. Have another cookie. <laughs> <laughs> They're looking at us and we're looking at them because the lights are in on in here so they can see us. Oh, yeah. No, they're not looking at us. They don't care. Okay. Um. So then on the drive back, um, I, I like around close to the end of the, because this is South Jersey, I, closer we get, I see the New York skyline and I'm like, oh my God, I have to pee. All those <laughs> bottles of water I drank, I, I had uh, like kicked in and I'm like, okay, well, we're almost, she lives downtown, Emma lives downtown. So mm-hmm. we're almost to the Holland Tunnel. I'm like, we're going to go past the Holland Tunnel. I'll drop her off. I'll be home in 20 minutes. I'll pee. Right. Uh, Get to the Holland Tunnel. Oh, God. Closed. Completely closed. <laughs> Cones are set up. Barricades are set up. I have no, I'm like, what is going on? <laughs> and then there's like, uh, there's a sign that says detour. I'm like, okay, well, maybe there's a different entrance to this tunnel. The detour no, leads to the Lincoln Tunnel. I had to drive through all the uh, North Jersey, Jersey City, Hoboken. It, it, it added 40 minutes of the trip. Oh my god. And um and then and then I guess the west side's closed. She lives downtown, so I had to go all the way across Manhattan to the to the FDR, which is on the other side, <laughs> down downtown, and the whole time I'm like I never had to pee this bad in my life. <laughs> I'm like I'm sweating, I'm shaking my leg. Did you tell her? No, cuz I'm like I I I don't want to it's the first gig I've ever done with her. I don't right. want and 
New York City, everything's closed after 11. This yeah. is, we, we got to town at midnight. Oh, my God. There's literally nowhere to pee. <laughs> there's no restaurant open, no bar open. There's no store. There's, there's definitely no porta-potties. <sighs> so oh my I, I, can't, God. I can't be like, hey, hold on, let me pee, try to pee on this street. And, you know, she's, and plus, I was traumatized. We talked about this on the bonus, but some, we were in a party, and somebody peed in the backyard, and all the girls freaked out. Oh, yeah. So I'm like, I can't pee in front of this, this woman that... Yeah. You know, like, so I'm like, I think I, I'll probably make it. I'm like, so we're like t- 20 minutes away. I, I'm like, um, I'm like loosening my belt. You know, I'm figuring that <laughs> that will relieve some pressure. On I've my, seen you do that. I've seen my. Oh yeah, <laughs> that's my. That's like red alert move. I've seen you do that, and I'm like, oh my god, this guy's gonna explode. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I hope she didn't. She she did see. Uh, I you tried did it when she was in the car. Yes, because I I had to pee real bad. Oh my god! Oh no! You don't undo your belt when a woman's in the well, car. I did it real subtly. She was like looking at her phone. I kind of like, I I was looking straight ahead, doing it. You know, it looked like I was just scratching myself. So we're like ten minutes away from her house. She's like trying to talk to me. She's like, oh, I'm watching these shows lately. No, I'm not watching these shows. I'm like, <laughs> sweating pee right now you're like yeah have you seen a burst at the seams (laughs) (laughs) explosion ninja (laughs) water balloon bladder (laughs) have you seen fire hose (laughs) waterfall (laughs) river runs through it and it my my pants because i'm about to pee them have you seen number one (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> i'm like I, I can't tell her if i tell her i have to pee she's gonna feel bad you know i, I don't right. i don't know what to do i'm right i'm, I'm like dying I, I feel like my kidneys are about to blow I, so many bottles of water i had and it just the mind screw of you're almost there at the tunnel you're like right, i'm right. almost home and then yeah you can't you got you got to go even further and wait even more uh so i'm like um and then I, I get, finally get to where her house is and I put in the, I had put in the wrong address. It was like a different W downtown is like so confusing. Right. So How I, far away were you? I, it was like, thank God, like five minutes oh, okay. I'm driving and I finally pull in front of her building. She's like, okay, let me just get my stuff. And she's like, she had opened her bag and it was all a mess. And I'm like, good, get out of here. Get out. <laughs> <laughs> every time it was just like kept moving the goalpost forward of, of me w- reaching <laughs> so finally she packs up her bag gets out usually i would wait for you to get in the building right but then she goes through her bag on the street she's like looking through it uh, making sure so i'm like i gotta i, I just sque- squeal out <laughs> the, the tie burn the rubber away from her and I, I, by now it's like i'm about to pass out it's like emergency i, I pull into an alley because there's those and i i just i just go and i just pee like gallons of, of pee <laughs> i'm like I, it's for my health if the police stop me i'll be like it's an it's really i can't i can't do anything <laughs> i need a letter from, my, from dr deb to, to, to yeah you're, you're calling your doctor get text me a note i have to pee <laughs> <laughs> But thank God the state of the city, there, there's literally no one downtown. It's like right. a ghost town. Right. No one lives down there. There's no buildings open down there. So it was like a wet ghost town. Yeah. It was just me and a puddle of pee. <laughs> there's a phantom next to you. <laughs> what you doing? <laughs> oh. oh. <laughs> 
Um, all right, Dr. Deb, what do you feel? What, what are the health consequences? I wanted to ask you this. What are the health consequences of not peeing, holding your pee in too long? Well, it sounds like it was a lot of pain. That's a consequence. It was so much pain. So much pain, yeah. Can you, can you have liver damage? Because I felt all night, the rest of the night, I felt like I had blown an artery or something. Like, I felt no. like I had pain in my neck and, and in my back. I really felt that all. <laughs> Is that something well, that can happen? Can your blood vessels burst from pee holding? Uh, no. No, your, your bladder's like a balloon, so it was just expanding. It's a vesicle. The, the kidneys uh, filter the urine that goes through a tube into the bladder, and the bladder stores it. So what you were experiencing was the bladder was telling you it just couldn't stretch anymore. Mm. Does, right? so, the, so the belt loosening helped? <laughs> uh, it's just really helped you feel like you were doing something <laughs> <laughs> what what you were saying you were shaking your leg and so you know you were feeling uh pain and uh, i was people... i was and i was pinching my leg too to like take my mind off of my bladder <laughs> I was like right. digging my fingernails into my leg you're like emma shake your legs let's see if this helps <laughs> loosen your belt <laughs> oh jeez. oh god <laughs> So it just underscores that, uh, you know, now you know why parents say, do you have to go to the bathroom before you get in the car? Mm. Uh, and the funny thing is I did pee before I left, but I peed um, not the bottles of water I drank. Something, you know, right. whatever I drank on the way down, I think. That was the opener. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> the, it's the, really prelude, sad. the prequel. It's really sad that there was no place to, to, to pull over. So sad. So, so sad. Uh, I mean, I can't get over it. There should be public places. <laughs> Andrew's going to run for mayor. But honestly, like if I went to, if there was a public place downtown, it would, it would, you'd walk in and somebody put a bag over your head and ship you off to Puerto Rico, you know, or, or Hungary to harvest you for organs. I feel like. It, oh, don't it, take the bladder. Yeah. <laughs> they take out my bladder and it explodes and they, <laughs> <laughs> takes out the, takes out the whole operation it's like the uh when the bank robbers open and the the paint thing explodes oh yeah the, the when the money the, yeah, the ink yeah. thing and the money yeah they're all covered in yellow they're like that's him officer the yellow guy uh yeah really i because it's so um i feel like people would live in the bathrooms I, I feel like that's why they don't have them open all the time now what is your uh Dr. Deb, your opinion on him not being able to tell <laughs> his passenger that he has to pee. Yeah, that's part of that social anxiety. Uh, but, but I was also thinking you had all that self-talk, right? That it's only a little ways longer. I can do this. I can do that. Yeah. So, so that's just kind of evidence that how you think can control how your body responds. Mm. You know, like it, if you suffer from panic disorder or panic attacks or, you know, severe anxiety, how you self-talk, like I can take care of this. I'm good to go. I can manage the situation that will take over and help reduce the symptoms that you experience. Wow. That's true. I know it is very mind over matter, but, Mine over, same, mine over bladder. Mine over bladder. 
<laughs> no, but pra practicing that self-talk definitely helps uh, reduce that, what we talked about before, that lizard brain uh, kind of reaction. It just makes the lizard brain feel like it's safe and it doesn't have to, to react. Uh, but to Stephen's question about the not being able to tell your uh, ride along that you had to go to the bathroom, <laughs> that that's part of the growing up process. So you have a couch, you have a car, and the next thing we'll be able to say, I have to go to the potty. <laughs> <laughs> One day. <laughs> when did you know you were a man, Andrew? When I told <laughs> when I told my passenger I had to go pee pee. <laughs> That's I had, killer. I had a tinkle. Um. So, but I, oh, but let's talk it out. If I if I told her I had to pee and there's nowhere to pee, what would she do? Uh, well, what for one, you could joke about your discomfort together but that talking about it would make me want to pee more i mean yeah, i feel like we're talking about pee too much <laughs> that's fair yeah, that's but, probably true but at least she would understand why you were difficult to engage in that conversation no, about true. movies yeah and doing you know just say yeah i'm really sorry i just really i have to go to the bathroom when yeah. i when i unbutton my pants <laughs> i like everyone in the room to know why i did it <laughs> <laughs> oh my god yeah that's true <laughs> oh, oh man man that was fun all right okay let's let's get into you now i got well you got a real uh, this one is, is on theme from the from the teaser steven told me before we recorded and it kind of relates to what she was just saying about mind over matter Okay. So we'll get to that because she sort of referenced it. So last night, um, I'm, uh, I did a uh, show in the park, in Central Park. Mm -hmm. I come home and uh, I'm hanging out with Bowie and just relaxed, totally fine. And uh, Caitlin comes home and I start to make us dinner and I'm just cooking. I'm standing in front of my stove cooking. And all of a sudden, I just hit, I, immediately my brain goes, something's wrong. And I'm in, like, my whole body goes flush. And uh, I can't breathe. Oh my God. And, uh, but I'm like, I'm not in any physical, I didn't feel like there was any physical pain. And I'm like, I know what this is. And uh, I'm like, a, ga a gas. <laughs> And I farted on it. That's it. <laughs> so what do you, you know, uh, but I was like, okay, something's wrong. I can feel it. And Caitlin walked by and I'm just like standing there like over cooking chicken. So it's like th there's things cooking and I'm just standing over it, like just processing. And she's like, are you all right? And I'm like, I'm pretty positive. This is a panic attack. Wow. And uh, it felt good to say it out loud. And she was like, okay. And she's very, I have to give her all the credit in the world. When every time I've ever told her that she's taken it seriously and been like, all right, what do you need me to do? Kind of thing. And, uh, uh, I was like, it's not uh, you don't have to baby me or anything, but I want you to know what it is. So I'm going to be acting weird. And then I immediately go to the talks we've had on the show, on the show. I'm like, okay, this is, 
I know it. I called it a panic attack out loud. Now I'm telling myself, this is a panic attack. That's all it is. You're not dying. That's what this is. It's probably going to be about 20 minutes. Oh, cool. And that was comforting. And then, um, so I'm just like, it was, I'm just like doing the, the chicken, just like moving, just to move my hands to get some of the energy out. Okay. You're poking your chicken. <laughs> I'm like, Caitlin, that's the only reason my pants are undone. Uh, <laughs> but, uh, no, it was making chicken tacos. So I was just like stirring it and everything and like cook to cook. Okay. But I'm like, Caitlin, you're going to have to tell me when this chicken's done. Cause I'm not even paying attention. I'm just moving my hands. I'm picturing a whole chicken and a tortilla. <laughs> it was alive. Uh, <laughs> the legs, the legs and the head sticking out. Uh, and I turn off the stove and I'm like, uh, and then I sit down and I grab a, a pillow and I'm like trying to, I thought about what the one I had with you one time where I had to hug it out. Oh, right. 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 So I'm like hugging this pillow and then like, she's like, are you all right? And then all of a sudden I just burst it out crying, not like sobbing or anything. It just came out. Like I wasn't emotional, but it just started flowing out of my face. And then, uh, Oh my God. Yeah. And then I was like, I think that's all that what's that happened? You I was like, number one out of your eyes. <laughs> I pulled into an alley and <laughs> just <laughs> You got me on that one. <laughs> uh and then uh I started to come down and I was fine. And then all of a sudden I was like uh making a million jokes a minute to like the chicken. <laughs> hey, egg. Excellent. <laughs> so where are you from? Plucker? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Um, we're, uh, we're, uh, I seem to have flown the coop. Sorry. <laughs> Any free ranges here? <laughs> This chicken is grade A. <laughs> Man, these are way worse than the stuffed animal ones. I know. I can't. I'm blanking on chicken stuff. I know. I'm cooked. <laughs> uh, you guys look like you have some scratch. <laughs> chicken scratch. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. And uh, and then I, I'm just making jokes. And, uh, and I, then it was over. And then I felt fine, but I was like, wow, I had one and I wrote it decently. Uh, and then it, that was it, but huge. Uh, I still had that nervous energy throughout the rest of the night. So I took that, uh, weighted blanket that my parents gave me. Oh, and that, that helped me big time as far as sleeping. Oh, that's crazy. So you, you did it all by yourself. It was just you and the chicken. No, Caitlin was a oh, huge she, part She of was it. in the kitchen too? She, oh, I sat down after uh, I knew that the, the chicken was cooked and uh, <laughs> she told me it was. And then, uh, and your goose is cooked. <laughs> uh, I, was running, I, I was running around like a chicken with a head, head cut off. <laughs> <laughs> um, but uh, I sat there and when she like patted, like put her arm around me and like, are you all right? And I just started it's like she hit a button on my back and it released tears, which I've never cried during a panic attack. 
to my knowledge. Wow. Um, and then I, so she was a big help throughout it, just letting me talk through it and everything. And that was about it. But we had a marriage talk not that long ago, and she thought it was because of that talk. So I had to tell her uh, that it had nothing to do with her. It was just a random panic attack. Maybe it did. We'll have Dr. Deb weigh in here. Yeah. What do you think of uh, Steven's panic attack and the possible causes and how he and why he cried? <laughs> yeah. Well, uh, first of all, I'm, I'm sorry you had to experience that. And Thank you. I'm sure that the uncertainty of panic attacks is very troubling. Yes. Yeah. That, yeah. They uh, scare the hell out of me. Yeah. And uh, rightly so. Uh, but you did really well. Uh, oh, thank you. Distracting yourself and telling yourself, oh, this is what it is. So you recognized it for what it was. Mm-hmm. Um, and it could have gotten worse, but it didn't. Right. You, you contained it as much as possible. Right. And then, and then the tears at the end, our body's pretty magical. It has that, uh, sympathetic response that fight or flight response but Mm -hmm. it also has a balancing response of to relax the body again and calm it down and that's where the tears come from wow Uh, that it's called a parasympathetic response and it will just calm everything down yeah and maybe you had to you know felt like you had to go to the bathroom or some people say i did i did yeah i wouldn't tell caitlin the whole time (laughs) yeah uh, some people pants. say they, you know, um, get diarrhea. That's that parasite. Diarrhea? Oh, I'm glad I had tears. <laughs> or, or, <laughs> yeah, really, you got the or, best option here. Like they have to go to the bathroom or throw up. That's that parasympathetic response. Wow. Anyway, anyway um, well, the question about uh, Caitlin's question. So, you know, those kinds of discussions is about partnerships and making decisions are, are – are not so much stressful but but they do cause emotion and that you know making decisions uh, can be anxiety provoking mm. but i i would think it might have more to do with your being on the road and coming home i um, i agree i feel like uh, since i've been home i haven't really relaxed or right. sat down oh yeah so sometimes uh, it's really tricky. Our uh, emotions kind of, the mind kind of knows when it's safe, right? Mm. So probably the whole time you're on the road, since you've had this, these experiences, you're thinking, I got to maintain control. So you did everything you could to maintain control. And then when you're home and you're like standing at the stove cooking dinner and you're with your partner, what could be more safe than that, right? Right. So it's like, if it's going to happen, now's the time for it to happen. Wow. Oh, okay. That was the first like time since I've been back that we were alone, just me, her and the cat. And we had the rest of the night to ourselves. Yeah. Wow. Man. (laughs) Wow. You nailed it, Dr. Deb. That makes so much sense. Right. So, you know, moving forward, uh, you, you might want to journal about how you handled this situation and mm-hmm. how, how successful it was, right? 
Wow. <laughs> it, yeah. I mean, it was a successful panic attack and that you, you now have this, uh, noticeable, uh, sustaining support from your partner. So if you journal about that and then when you go away, rather than have the, the anticipation, the what ifs, uh, mm. you, you have a plan for, okay, so if there's a panic attack, what do I need to do? Right. And, and so be prepared rather than uh, avoid it. Right. Have a plan to uh, um, a plan of attack rather than mm. a plan of avoidance and all that anxiety that builds up about the, the what ifs. Wow. Well, you go. That, that's great. That was wonderful. I'm still thinking of chicken puns, but so that's where my head's at. <laughs> I had one for the, have you been watching anything lately when you were in the car and you had to pee? Uh-huh. And you could have said the, the born urination. <laughs> okay. Um, uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, Are you listening? I'm watching the yellow brick road. <laughs> the, Dr. Deb, that's the most helpful thing because uh, I felt like I handled it well, but I didn't tell myself that. I just was glad it was over. Uh, so that's... You're right. I should uh, give it credit. It, it, I mean you, me. I. Oh yeah, me. Yeah, and then, you, you did it. And then uh, also, Caitlin. I'm more than happy to praise because uh, th- those aren't easy to handle uh, on the other end either. And the marriage talk—that's something we should get into later. That's a huge nugget. Oh well, I mean, it's nothing. It, it's nothing anytime soon. We were just. Uh, talking about the subject and uh she was worried that it made me nervous but it didn't okay no no i would totally have brought it up by now you think i would have not <laughs> oh i don't know i, I no, thought yeah. that's pretty huge of you. yeah no we just had a d- discussion and it, and it, w- uh, it went well we're talking about her marrying somebody else <laughs> <laughs> uh, Wait, you're, you're uh, negotiating the dowry of this other man yeah you did, you did uh, acknowledge the panic attack. You said, this is what's happening. But the mm. other thing that you did, Stephen, was you, you asked for help. Mm. Right? And you included your partner. So it's not it, for our partners, you know, th- we want to help the person we love. That's a way of showing uh, caring and, and affection. So it's not a it's not a burden to her. It's inclusive uh, of her. Right. So that only builds your relationship. Um, wow. But you the, the, fact that, the fact that you asked for help is... Help me, big, please. Hold a bottle yeah. here. <laughs> right. No, that, that's a big step, right? Yeah. Because it's also a message to that lizard brain that, hey, you know, uh, mm. I got... I got uh, friends here, so right. I have backup. You, you can't, you can't overpower me. So wow, wow, that's just like in um, wasn't there like a kids movie where that happened? Where they're like, it the movie it. Oh yeah, we're all together. You can't get, defeat us. Oh yeah, doesn't that you saw it right? I haven't seen it. Do you disagree with me? No, but I, I mean, I know that they all came together at the end. Yeah, that's what. That's what I was thinking of. 
Yeah, that's a good movie for uh, a metaphor. What you guys had talked about before about seeing anxiety as that creature, right? Oh, yeah. wow. A monster. Yeah, that's good. It that's is. Good. It's, uh, yeah. The evil. Yeah, so by clown, asking for, clown monster. Yeah, by asking for help and and getting support, you you overcome that feeling of helplessness. Because now you you know uh, that somebody else is going to help you through this. Uh, but if that worst case scenario, you'll be taken care of, right? So right. there's a lot, a lot of subtle messages and benefits by getting help in the situation and being open about it. Man. That's great. That's great, Dr. Deb. Thank That's you. Wonderful. Okay. So we got to get into listener topics, Dr. Deb. Yeah, we've got a bunch. Yeah. The, um, let me, uh, let me go over here with this. Uh, yeah, sure. Somewhere. Oh, this is pretty good. Sweet. Oh, wait. Uh, we had one. Oh. We had one that kind of related to Steven's thing. Um, let me just pull it up. The newest Patreon guy actually sent us a message. Uh, where to go here? Darius. Darius, Earthstones25. He said, one time I, I had... Um, one time he had a panic attack that lasted four hours mm. and uh, I felt numb and tingly all over. It felt like fight or flight was kicking in. Um, my heart rate went up. She said, is, or he said, is, is that, well, what's going on there? He went to the hospital. Oh my goodness. Can panic attacks last four hours, Dr. Deb? Because I texted him. I'm like, I don't think they do. <laughs> Uh, well, the anxiety uh, response can. I, I wouldn't say the panic attack can't, but the the re anxiety response with the tachycardia and that feeling of uh, 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 tingling sensations and all that, that that's part of the hyperventilating. Um, oh. Where, you know, your carbon dioxide is building up. Um Eventually, you know, a person might pass out, but uh, before the four hours, if you continue to hyperventilate like that. But um, I'm not sure what, what was going on, so I wouldn't want to speak to that. But w one of the things is uh, caffeine intake. So, uh, you know, when you're on the road, Stephen, you probably drank caffeine and yes. then had all the energy and activity that goes with it. But then if you come home and consume the same amount, but you're in a quiet environment, um, that, that caffeine can trigger anxiety. So we do wow. have, it's called anxiogenic. Uh, mm. So it will generate anxiety. But those persons who have uh, anxiety and are prone to panic attacks, once you start, sensing that your heart rate is up that's when you think oh my gosh here it's coming here it's coming and then it sets it in full blast so i'm not sure if the gentleman um that um it, the drinks caffeine? had i don't know what his caffeine intake was but you also get caffeine from so you know um caffeinated sodas and things like that right um, so he 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 might you know take a look at that Wow. Okay. All right. Super well, helpful. Yeah. Maybe he'll, he'll follow up with us. Yeah. Let us know. Uh, and if you're drinking a cup right now, we're so sorry. <laughs> Put it down. <laughs> uh, this next one is from James. 
Uh, I've fallen hard for one of my straight friends. I'm out to everyone, by the way. I'm out. Okay, so he's out of the closet, yes. I believe. I like your uh, <laughs> explanation. Why? Well, I don't I mean, I don't know. No, he's out of the house. <laughs> uh, he's out of gas. He, he, he called AAA. Uh, I'm out of the closet, by the way. And last month, a mutual friends, friend of ours asked me if we're boyfriends because we talk and spend most of the time together out of the whole friend group. Uh, we spend most of our time together out of all the friend group. Sorry, I, my cadence was weird. Uh, I replied with, what? No way. He's not gay. Now I'm self-conscious around uh, them because I feel like I'm too obvious and not hiding my feelings well. Well, I don't think that really was that really expressed uh, your feelings toward him, right? His, well, I mean, I'm saying no way he's not gay. I think uh, when you when you're uh, have feelings for someone, you're already on edge. So you even something like that would make me worry. Because he said, uh, "Ask me if we're boyfriends." Right, and if and he said, said it in front of, I said, "What? No way! He's not gay." I guess if he said it like that, then I'd be suspicious. <laughs> but I think uh, I've, what, I. What's funny is the reverse usually happens. You know, where they're like, "What are you two boyfriends?" You're like, "I'm not gay. I swear." Right, right. But he's saying the other guy's not gay, which I never heard of before. Right. No way! He's not gay. Yeah, you usually hear it when people are teasing the straight guy. Yeah, so the fact that he didn't jump in and said, I'm not gay, I mean, that's flattery to yourself, I think. <laughs> oh, good point. <laughs> uh, I know I've had feelings for a friend before, and uh, he finally told me he felt the same way. <laughs> uh, it, took, it took 52 episodes of a podcast. That's right. Uh, no, in all sincerity, I've felt feelings for a friend, and I know how uh, scary and hard that can be. It was Kaylin. Well, yeah, but it, I'm talking about when it didn't go well. <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, but yes, Caitlin was a friend. But anyways, uh, I know that that's very scary time. So I, I, I feel for you, James. But uh, Dr. Deb, do you have any advice uh, for James? Um, well, I guess, uh, you know, he's thinking about his developing these feelings uh, for his friend. He said he was developing an attraction for his friend, right? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So I guess the the blurting out, he's not gay, was uh, concern. You know, we we think about ourselves. Uh, concern of, oh my gosh, are my feelings showing? I've been trying not to show my feelings. Right. Right. Um, yeah. That's uh, yeah. I think that's what he's worried about. Yeah, uh, but he he's also now. Not <laughs> but it's. What? He's also not worried what? No, but he's also worried about blurting out he's not gay. Right. right? I, that's the impression I got from yeah, what Which I don't saying. think is a problem. I don't think saying that is a problem, but I don't know. I wasn't there. Well, I think he's self-conscious about that. Uh, the, the statement, because the statement was made in defense to hide, continue to hide his feelings that are developing. Yeah. Well, yeah, at at some point uh either feelings have to be shared or right. Or yeah. 
Yeah, so it's a difficult uh, situation. When I have a when I when I was single, I had a crush on a friend who was a girl. I'd, I'd play it too cool. I'd be like, you know, <laughs> you're ugly. You know, I'd be like, try to overcompensate. That sounds cool. <laughs> <laughs> I would try to overcompensate my feelings by, you know, being make it seem like I'm not attracted to them at all. Right. Which would never, which would never work. I don't know why I thought that would work at all. It doesn't exactly. make any sense at all. Exactly. Yeah. And um, our anxiety, you know, causes us to say things that kind of worsen the situation or make ourselves or the other person uh, more uncomfortable. And it's that whole to get these attractions and you kind of get put in the position of, I don't want to ruin the friendship. If I talk about right, right, that's the uh, that's where the stress comes in. Because if it was a stranger, you, you'd I feel like it'd be easier. Yeah, so it's kind of a, a lose, lose. Oh my God, Doctor Deb, we're losing your connection. Right? I can't yeah. tell if you're dragging out your words or dragging out your router. Uh, I guess I'm dragging out my router. Uh, All right. I need, I need a router router. <laughs> a router router. A router router. Can you hear me now? You hear? You sound great now. Yeah. The, the... Oh, okay. So what what I was saying is uh, we have to turn around that lose lose situation to a win win situation. Right? right. And so the best thing to do is just to approach the friend about the the outburst about gee i hope i didn't embarrass you when i made that statement i feel like wouldn't that make it worse well that that's the one i, felt, I hope it didn't make it feel well, like i embarrassed you i love you by the way uh let her say the rest <laughs> oh i'm sorry <laughs> that, that's the one thing that's out there in the open right is that statement so right. you know maybe just say uh i just wanted to ask how you felt about that statement uh <sighs> that that i made um, and see what that person's reaction is. Right. But, but that's the one thing you, that's uh, overt that you can approach and make good for good conversation, you know? Yeah. Yeah. True. Okay. All right. Uh, okay. Um, well, Bossy Mare wrote in, I, okay. I, I have nothing to be anxious about, and that's making me anxious. <laughs> 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 it is funny when you're used to being anxious all the time that yeah i uh i know the that feeling because uh you're so programmed to work having something to worry about it's like a chew toy for your brain yeah and when you don't have one you're like well what do i what am i supposed to do with my thinking right what's going on here do you have any uh advice for that dr deb yeah i think that's uh common for people with anxiety uh, because mm. it, it's a, a lot of energy and it takes uh, a lot of uh, commitment on your brain to pay attention to that. Right. So you're always, always like paying attention. Um, so to, when I, when a person says I, I'm anxious cause I don't feel anxious, uh, they might think, Oh, that means something bad's coming, ha going to happen. Right. Yeah. So we, we have to learn that, uh, just because we think things don't mean that they're going to happen. Right. Uh, and that uh, bad things don't all, always happen. We can have periods uh, of calm and it's going to be okay. 
so we have to fight those thoughts that, oh, uh, what's going to happen next? Or it's not right that I feel this way. There are people that are in danger all the time. I should feel worried for them. Um, so we have to just uh, tie it in, close the windows and doors, and just be okay with ourselves without worry. Mm. Yeah. That's great advice, Dr. Dave. That's super helpful. All right. Well, I think that concludes all the listener topics yes. that we have time for. Uh, keep writing in, everybody. We're going to get to everybody's one day. <laughs> one day. We're, gonna we're, have doing, a, we're, we're doing good. I think we're doing good. Yeah. Um, Stephen, we got some tweets. We, you teased this on the, uh, the Patreon, but we, you have a big announcement. Oh, uh, yeah. I might as well. Uh, I forgot all about it. Uh, on uh, October 23rd and 24th, I'm very excited to say, I will be opening for Brian Regan on his Netflix special taping. Oh my good God. It's in Utah. And uh, Ivan's Utah or Irvin's Utah. I apologize uh, if there's any Utah people listening. Uh, but yes, I'll be opening for him in an amphitheater. So crazy. Outside in the desert in Utah for Netflix. For Netflix, the producers are going to be there. Hollywood glitz and glamour. That's right. And the stage is carved into a rock, isn't yes, it? Yes, it's carved into canyons. It's, <laughs> I'm so excited. I'm going to dress as Indiana Jones. It's going to be crazy. <laughs> I can't wait. Uh, so if, if you know anybody that's uh, going, uh, feel free to tell them about the podcast. They're not going for me, but you know. Well, maybe you can get listeners tickets or something or, i don't know i, I mean on netflix it might be difficult okay never mind but uh still it's I coming hope, up yeah i can't believe I can't, it i can't believe it either i i guarantee episodes will, will be coming all about this topic so i'm very <laughs> i'm very nervous and i'm very excited that's so cool all right well dr deb thank you as always for for uh listening to us and giving us great advice it's been a pleasure and um, yeah, we'll, we'll see you next week. Thank you, Dr. Deb. Okay, take care, guys. See you, you later. too. See and uh, thank you, everybody, for listening. Please write some reviews, uh, share the podcast, tell any friend that you, if, even if they don't have anxiety, if they just love comedy or uh, are looking for something to do during this weird time. Yeah, I feel like a lot of what we talk about is relatable to people without anxiety disorders. Yeah, you know, it's just having to pee and. You have to know somebody that's experienced stress. <laughs> stress. So, uh, yeah, anyone that has uh, bladder problems or, uh, or has a hard time cooking chicken, uh, <laughs> please just send the podcast to them. We'd love to uh, grow so we can uh, do more things for you guys. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, stay tuned for the outro. Stay tuned. Hey guys, thanks for listening to the episode. Really appreciate all the support. If you like the podcast, please share it. Uh, tell all your friends. Give us a high rating. Like, subscribe, all that jazz. And uh, we're on social media. I'm uh, at NotSteveRogers on uh, Instagram and Twitter. Steven Rogers Comedy on Facebook and StevenRogersComedy.com. And I am on uh, Twitter, A Chavone, S C H I A V O N E. And on Instagram, I'm Andrew Chavone, same spelling as before. On uh, Facebook, I'm Andrew.Chavone. And my website is AndrewChavone.com. Perfect. Thanks for listening and see you next week, guys. See you next week. Bye.